When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome, everybody, to episode five of the Every Every Pokemon episode ever podcast. I am one of your hosts, Wrestling Chris G from Sports Entertainment Breakdown. And joining me on the other line today, he is the snake to my onyx. He is Dougie Fresh. Dougie Man, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that intro means. Like, I, I get the second half of it, but like, I, I mean, I could have been the Geodude to your Onyx. I could have been the the Brock to your Flint. I could have. <laughs> well, people don't know who Flint is because we haven't gone over it yet. I I watched the episode. I don't think I know who he is. <laughs> I think that's honestly the only episode that he's been in. I mean, at least from what I've watched up to so far. From what I remember, I mean, you're a little more plugged in than I am. I don't think he ever pops back up. I don't think so either. And the, the, I mean, Onyx is kind of a rock snake, isn't he? Like he's just a rock. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it it works. All right. I'll give it to you. (laughs) So, um, all right, everybody. And as you know, yes, this is episode five. This episode is called Showdown in Pewter City, or in Japanese, it was translated as Battle of Nibby Jim, not Nippy Jim, Nibby with a B. Oh, Nippy Jim, that's another show. Yeah, that's a whole another show and different podcasts and yeah, dirty, dirty show, dirty yeah. show. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, back back when we were in high school, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cinemax, HBO, yeah. and stuff. All yeah, right, yeah, let's go. <laughs> but um, but yes, this episode aired in Japan, April 29th, nineteen ninety-seven, and aired here in the U.S. September fourteenth, nineteen ninety-eight. And just like we like to do on every podcast, we like to give like a little history. Um, to the date. So this week was September 14th, and I'll go ahead and start with this one because I feel like you're the one that you found was better, Doug, and we can both kind of chat on it. But um, on this date in 1994, the Major League Baseball um, decides to cancel the Baseball World Series for only the second time in history, continuing labor disputes with Players Association. And you said you kind of know a little bit about this so can you kind of enlighten us doug yeah this was um this was a result of the the labor strike that started in well it 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 put a halt to the season in about mid-june in 1994 um the the agreement was coming up and neither side could get together and get to a deal so they they uh the 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 league went on strike and uh, the standings, you know, froze where they were. And um, this is a sore subject um, in Montreal and uh, the South side of Chicago specifically, because um, both teams were, were doing really well that season. Um, oh, damn. <laughs> and, um, Montreal especially might have had a legitimate shot at um making a World Series, which you know, the the Montreal slash Washington franchise just won their first this past season. Um but yeah, so obviously, you know, having to make the call to cancel the World Series 
you know, put a definitive end to to that year, obviously, and it bled over a little bit into '95, which, <laughs> and I love to do this because, you know, we all watched the Last Dance documentary. Yes, um, we did. great documentary. The tail end of this strike is the only reason Michael Jordan quit baseball and went back to basketball because he didn't want to cross the picket line and be a scab. Yeah. Had um had Major League Baseball not been on strike in the beginning of ninety five, he might have actually made the the White Sox roster. But obviously he sent that fax, said I'm back, and then we got three more championships. Um this is the danger of these type of events on this particular podcast because um I could speak probably for like forty five minutes. So I'm gonna stop because okay. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what also happened on this date, Doug, that um, that our audience will enjoy? Yes, I found this one. It was kind of one of the first things that popped up when I Googled the the date. Um, uh, September 14th, 1984 was the first edition of the MTV Video Music Awards. Oh, good shit. Okay, And just kind of going down the list of winners. Um, best female video went to Cindy Lauper for girls. Just want to have fun. Best group video was legs by ZZ top. Oh, wow. Um, let's see. Best stage performance in a video was jump by Van Halen. Best overall performance in a video was Michael Jackson's Thriller. Um, he kind of cleaned up. He got best cinematography in a video. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. The police. No. That's, that's... Yeah. So, I mean, just. A handful of names. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if I can see like who performed live, because uh, that's always interesting. Uh, yeah, those are always controversial. Let's see live performances. We had Huey Lewis in the News with "I Want a New Drug." Um, ZZ Top performed "Sharp Dressed Man," and Ray Parker Jr. did the Ghostbusters theme. Oh, get out. And okay. There's a couple others, but none uh those three in particular jumped out at me. All right. So uh, yeah, um MTV not as big as it used to be, obviously. <laughs> no. But um on another note, and this is completely off topic, and but I feel like this episode is gonna be very, very short for what it is um once we get into it. So right. there's something that I saw last night, Doug, that I that I found very, very interesting that I found out is actually still a thing. So back on April 30th of 1992, Nickelodeon actually buried a time capsule. And they are actually not opening this time capsule until 2042. Oh, damn. Yeah. I will be 52 years old when this capsule is finally, like, unveiled. But (laughs) it's funny, the the stuff that they actually put inside of this time capsule. Let me... Oh, oh, you have a list. I thought thought it was just a news item. Yeah, hold on. I, I will actually pull open this list. So they have... Um, the original Home Alone and Back to the Future VHS movie. Oh, wow. Um, let's see. The Please Hammer Don't Hurt Em by MC Hammer and Michael Jackson's Dangerous um, CDs. Wow. A Nintendo Game Boy. Oh. Yes, the original. Um, Rollerblades, Reebok pump sneakers. A jar of Gak. Hmm. Um, let's see. One of Joey Lawrence's Whoa 92 hats. A news report 
from from that year. Um, let's see some miscellaneous books. An issue of Nickelodeon magazine. Wow. A Nicktoons t-shirt featuring Ren and Stimpy. A piece of the Berlin Wall. Ah, okay. <laughs> a Barbie doll. Um, pencils, a skateboard, a baseball, Twinkies, a stick of gum, and, but nobody knows what flavor the gum is. Well, son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, photos of things too big um, or alive to fit inside. Um, so they put a picture of a bicycle, um, airplanes, trains, cars, um, politicians, and celebrities. A videotape of a girl that was on site um, filming them putting everything into the jar. So was, that was the last item um, that they put in there. Oh, and the camera um, and the camera that was recording it. Oh, so okay. That, so that's pretty interesting. Fun fact, I could probably still eat the Twinkie when they open it up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, I I just I just thought that it was it was really really interesting. Um I remember walking over the time capsule. They actually moved it to a let's see, where where did they move it to? Um Let's see. Okay, so it doesn't say. But in 2012, um, I mean, in 2005, they removed Nickelodeon Studios from Universal Studios. And they took the time capsule and put it at one of the Nickelodeon resorts. And we'll open it up in 2042. So, I don't know. It's just a fun fact that I wanted to throw out there that something Nickelodeon actually did right. Back well, then. that's interesting. Just... As you were reading off those um, items that are in there, I was getting a pretty decent reaction from them, and it was only, you know, this is only 2020. So, like, I just think that's funny, because, like, you you think, you know, what, what did you say, 2052? Uh, 2042. 2042. Like, Nickelodeon's not going to be a thing. It TV might. might not be a thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, who knows what we could be dealing with in freaking 20 years. <laughs> I know. I mean, who knows if we can even have a crowd that big with all these viruses that are coming God. out. Yeah, fucking COVID oh. fucking 40. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, all right. I feel like we had our audience um, wait, wait enough. That was a good little let's see um how far into this are we so that was a good 12 minute starter up um for this show so uh we can go ahead and start getting into the meat and potatoes of this podcast which is what you're all here for and that is a recap of this week's episode showdown and pewter city are you ready doug yeah and like you said uh, a couple minutes ago this should be relatively straightforward at least this episode Yes. So everything should be pretty, pretty good. But all right. So we actually start this episode um, kind of weird. Um, We actually started this episode with Team Rocket and they're digging a hole. Well, we find out that they're not the ones digging the hole. Meowth is digging the hole. And and Jesse and James are sitting back just spewing out their motto. Yeah, they're doing the the catchphrase, which um, this was jarring. Um, because this was for no other reason than they needed to start an episode. Like, yeah, you know, they're, they're you know, it's it's not like they they were mid fight with Ash and the gang. It's just no, we're just gonna start with Team Rocket and see what happens. <laughs> well, I mean, it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the only time we see them in this episode. So it, it was like, kind of like, okay, so Team Rocket has to be in the episode, so how do we put them in there? Oh, let's just have them dig dig a hole at the beginning of the episode. They're briefly at the end, like 15 seconds. Oh, yeah, true, true that. But, but yeah, this is their only, like, extended, like, screen time, like, where they explain what they're doing. So we start off, yeah, and 
they're doing their catchphrase and meow um cuts into their catchphrase and was and is like hey why am i the only one digging the hole here and you guys are sitting here doing the motto which is true and bullshit <laughs> but um but this is like hole number 2568 because they literally it seems like they they just like digging holes in Pokemon. yeah because they lose because they get done digging the hole that they were in the middle of and then i think james is like oh i forgot where the trap is so it's like y'all motherfuckers have been sitting here digging holes all day and you didn't like mark something yeah the, you, you don't put like a green flag you don't put anything but i mean to their credit it was a pretty good hole. It was a good hole, especially because it wasn't the first one they dug. So, um, but there's better ways to spend a day, I guess. Yeah, but um, after Meowth yells at them, they both <clears throat> uh, they both start jumping in the hole and they dig the hole extra fast. It seems like they dug an entire hole within like ten seconds, and then they put the green tarp thing down, put laid some dirt on top of it. And then, as you said, James is like, I forgot where the hole is. And then they're looking around, walking around, and then all of a sudden Team Rocket falls into their own hole. Yeah, they found it. Yes. Um, and then, like we said, that's the last we see of them until like the last 15 seconds. So, and it was at that point that we get the opening um, with the name of the episode, Showdown in Pewter City. And so. then we get a, a a quick voiceover, not with with previous clips or anything. We just get a click a quick voiceover. You know, Ash is continuing his journey, yada yada. And the the announcer kind of throws shade. He's like, "Oh, they finally got out of the forest." <laughs> the the announcer he he's funny as hell. I, I want to know who this announcer is. Maybe in the next episode we can look him up and because. He he still does it, well. It seems like to me he still does the openings to some of these episodes as he's telling this story. Wow! So watch, watch this motherfucker be Ash's father. Just um, like okay, I know what my son's doing. <laughs> I'm telling the damn story. I'm telling the damn. I've been sitting here for twenty years. <laughs> you know, and 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 I and. Well, what if, and I know people are probably like, well, no, it can't be. But what if this is Ash telling his whole adventure back in the day? Uh, no, because then you could poke holes in it. Because then you're like, <laughs> how do you know what Team Rocket was doing if you were in the forest and they were out, you know, doing whatever? Facts. Okay, true, true. Okay, thank you for clearing that one up. Yeah. But um, but yeah, they, they, he says that they finally got out of there, and both Ash and Misty are taking a look at Pewter City from a rock, and then right underneath is a guy, um, who looks oddly like Brock with a beard, and he, he he's just sitting there, um, and he's trying to sell rocks to Ash and Misty. Pewter City souvenirs. Yes. Official Tudor City souvenir. So, and then my the the funniest part to this, um, he, he he tries to sell Ash the rock that Ash is sitting on because he's sitting on one of his merchandise. Right. Like what? What the fuck, motherfucker? I he says two dollars for that rock. Uh, no, I'm not paying two dollars for a rock. Hey, you gotta respect dude's hustle. You know. He's always got to make a living, you know. Yeah, but when you find out who this fucker is, I mean, you you, you kind of sit back and you're like, okay, motherfucker, really? But and then, um, you know, um, the guy Flint kind of throws a little bit of shade at Pikachu, um, and says well he does uh, ash is like well he is kind of tired and flint's like well i'll take you to the pokemon center and then we get a oh i'm sorry and then we get a cute little visual of pikachu in the little tray 
next to uh, Butterfree and Pidgeotto who are in their Pokeballs, and Pikachu's just like, I have had a week. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. And then after that, let me go ahead and skip forward. So so we, we finally get to the uh, Pokemon Center, and yeah, Pikachu is all pooped, and Ash's Pokeballs are all in there. But then Ash sees a poster of the Pokemon League. So you, would you like to kind of go over this part, Doug? Yeah. Um, and he's basically like, oh, now I, now, now I have found purpose. I will, I will be grand champion. And Misty fucking kicks him right in the nuts and is like, you know, who do you think you're fooling? You know, you could barely find your way out of a forest. You know, you gotta. You know, these are like top level trainers, and you know, you've got to earn gym badges and this, that, and the yeah. other thing. And Ash is bullheaded. He's like, "Well, I'll fucking, I'll, I'll fight somebody right now. I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll it, oh, I, I could fight the Pewter City gym leader." But um, side note here. So, looking at this poster, do you remember back in the day when we would collect Pokemon cards and how? Um, all of the original cards had the, like the poison, the lightning, and the fire cards. Like all of those, um, all of those are on this poster. Like categorizing each Pokemon in that you can get in the Kanto region. Yeah, like I'm, I'm doing a slow scroll on it right now. Like you can see psychic, you can see fire, you can see earth, um, lightning. Lightning, you know, electricity's there. Oh, yeah, it's at the top. Yeah, so... Nice little, um... I don't want... Easter egg's not the right word, but... Well, kind of, I guess. So, um... Alright, but back... Yeah, back to the story. Um, So, Ash... Um... Ash says, yeah, that he, he, he will challenge um any gym leader and that he... He can become a Pokemon League champion. And then here comes that guy again, who we end up finding out later on is Flint. Uh, so he comes out and he's like, don't you dare um, think about going to challenge challenge Brock because he he's a, a real great gym leader and your Pikachu is not, basically say his Pikachu is not strong enough. I mean, your your Pikachu is cute, but he's no fighter. Yeah. Yeah. So and Flint kind of walks away, just laughing at Ash, and it just gets under Ash's skin, and he's like, "Ooh, he's like, man, that that Flint, who does he think he is? I can go over there and I can win this damn Pokemon battle." So then we cut to lunch, and. Misty's like legitimately out there trying to do a good thing for Ash, and she's like, "Well, if you ask nicely, you know, I I could train you because you know, gym battles are something different." And Ash, is, <clears throat> pardon me, Ash is just so pig at it. He's like, "Oh, I don't." He, he's literally like got a mouthful of food. He's like, "I don't need any help." Yeah, like Misty is legit. Like I think this is the first time Misty's actually trying to be nice to Ash because unbeknownst to him, Misty is a gym leader. Right. We won't find that out for a couple more episodes. Uh let's see. Two we have two two more episodes and we find that out. Yeah, because next week is the Clefairy episode, which you're not a fan of, and then No. Uh, <laughs> so it's the one after so yeah, two weeks. So, so yeah, and, you know, Misty's like legitimately putting herself out. Well, not out there. You know, she's like, I will help you. And, and Ashley's like, no, <laughs> girls. Yeah, I'm not. Well, not really, but help. basically. Um, and Misty just gets mad and is just like, look, I'm just trying to help you because I know how gym leaders are and you're going to need a little bit of help. And Ash is just like, no, I can do this all by myself. I don't need your help. I can do this on my own. I'm I'm gonna be a Pokemon master. I can be a bad bitch. Um <laughs> so Misty Misty leaves, you know, rightfully, you know, sticks Ash with the bill. Um yeah. and, and then a- a- Ash is like, I can't pay for all of this. 
And then we basically cut right to the front door of the gym. So, yeah, they they had no time for filler this week. No, they didn't. They said, we're going to focus on the gym battle. We're, we're even going to swipe Team Rocket under the rug a little bit. We're just going to yeah. go we're 20 minutes gym battle. We're just going to figure it out. So, um, so we cut back to the Pokemon Center. And um, Pikachu is on a tray again with Ash's two Pokemon. And um, Nurse Joy is giving his Pokemon back, saying that his Pokemon are now healed and they are in great condition. Right. And and Pikachu jumps on Ash's shoulder like we've all been friends. Like, we're not going to remember fucking day one where he got shocked 37,000 times. I know. And then that was so far ago. I mean, that was fucking last week. Um, But yeah, I I did uh, skip this scene unintentionally. But then, like I say, we ended up in the at the front door of Pewter City Gym, and And Ash just barges in, going, "Hey, I'm here to challenge for the gym badge." Just dick swinging, just. Didn't knock, didn't enter a code, didn't... He just pushes that door open like it was nobody's business. I was like, just, oh, well, well, damn, man. All, you, all he was missing was John Cena's entrance theme. Just fucking... <laughs> Key John Cena's music now. <laughs> That's Ash Ketchup. And so as soon as he walks in... Brock is sitting um, on a stoop, basically, um, with an Indian style like we we used to do back in um, first and second grade. And I, mean, he, fam, I don't got the knees for that. Oh, I did. I used uh, to love it. <laughs> but um, he 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 turns on the light because the light was off and goes, "Who goes there?" And Ash is like, "I am Ash from Pallet Town, and I'm here to battle for the gym badge." And Brock, Brock's just cool as a motherfucking cucumber. He's just, <laughs> what does he say? He's like, oh, no, that's when he says your your Pikachu's cute, at his cute head, at his cutest level. But he's yes. not a fighter. And then Pikachu does the same kind of Japanese pratfall that um, I think they all three did when Flint was like, "That'll be two dollars for standing on that rock." Yeah. Pikachu's just like, oh, that's some bullshit. But Ash is so stern that he's like, you know what? My Pikachu is a fighter. My Pikachu can win this battle. And Brock goes, okay, well, suit yourself. This will be a one-on-one um, gym badge battle. So you get to choose one Pokemon. And... No, it's two. it's two-on-two. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two-on-two. Okay. And Ash um Ash will have two Pokemon and Brock will have two Pokemon and of course um Brock pushes a button and the whole stadium starts to collide in on Ash. Almost damn near killing the boy. Yeah, if he wasn't if he didn't look out and go, Oh, I better move, he would have been and that series would have been real short. We'd be done. So kill off the yeah. main character. Um, I know. But Ash is running away and then just he jumps out at the last second and you now have rocks all around the battlefield. Yeah. And um, so Ash is like, well, I got Pikachu. So and then Brock's like, well, here's here's Onyx for you. And (laughs) just like a dick. <laughs> okay, okay, and and, and side, <laughs> side note, being being what it is, and knowing how Onyx and Pikachu are friends now, would would you be able to be friends with me right away? And I just almost like crushed you and killed you. Or, or, or if we if we fast forward for a second, then take a step back. If I shocked the mess out of you, like ten minutes later, like. <laughs> Would, would I be able to be buddy buddies with you? I, I don't. I don't think we'd be having a picnic for a while. 
I saw this video on TikTok, and I know people are like, well, get through with the episode. Well, this episode is going to be very short, people. Um, it, it, um, this guy walks in, and he, and he goes, oh, welcome to the Pokemon Center. Which Pokemon are you going to leave here to get frisky? And he goes, I'm going to leave my cute pink Jigglypuff and my big tall Steelix. And then Jigglypuff was like, Jiggly? And he goes, yeah, this, um, this will teach you um, to, to lose another battle, Jigglypuff. And then he just walks out. I was like, well, well, well damn, that got dark real quick. <laughs> I turned a corner real fast. <laughs> I'm going to have to send you that video. Oh, you but, should. Uh, well, I don't know if you remember, but you did show it to us. Oh, I did. So, oh, I did. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. I was, I was, I was, I was a little drunk. Yeah, <laughs> that's for so, a, once again that's for a different podcast yeah different podcast different day <laughs> so okay back to the story um onyx comes out and sees pikachu and just yells at pikachu and pikachu just runs away like it's nobody's business and it's like pick one of the other pokemon yeah pikachu and this is and uh, Again, we can kind of nitpick a little bit because this episode is kind of like straight down the line. So Pikachu bails, right? Runs up Ash's leg, finds his belt with his Pokeballs on it, and goes to hit one. And Ash right away goes, no, no, no. This is your battle, <laughs> Pikachu, not Pidgeotto's. How in the hell does, he know, that, how does <laughs> he know that that's Pidgeotto and not Butterfree? He probably can smell it. That's bullshit. <laughs> oh, Pikachu. Well, no, but Ash. Like, Ash barely looked down and goes, no, this isn't Pidgeotto's battle. Like, how the hell? Well, <laughs> maybe Ash puts his Pokemon in a specific order. I mean, when I'm playing Pokemon um, Shield and Sword, I know which order I'm putting my Pokemon. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's a fair shot, I guess. He would know that Pidgeotto's on the outside versus, you know, Butterfree's on the inside. So and he's only got two of them, for goodness sake. Yeah, for real. So, okay. All right. So um back in the battle, um, Ash puts Pikachu down and goes, Yeah, this is your battle, Pikachu. And Brock just being a dick, not even giving Pikachu a second, um, seeing that Pikachu just ran away, he goes, Onyx tackle attack. And Pikachu is just like, well, fuck, I'm, I'm, shit, I'm, I'm gonna run. And Onyx is just going through those rocks and just, Rawr. <laughs> I mean, he's, you know, Pikachu's just running scared, and Onyx is just like, well, this is slightly annoying, but I'm gonna find this little rat. Yeah, for real. And then Brock goes, all right, Onyx, bye. And fucking Onyx just scoops up Pikachu with his tail and just starts, like, binding him. Um, and if you don't know what that is, it's basically just squeezing the life out of Pikachu. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, the Onyx version of a bear hug, basically. Yeah. And and, it, and this is another part I didn't get. Um. Okay. Well, and it's twofold, which, and I'm just now realizing the second issue. Okay. Ash is trying to recall Pikachu with a Pokeball. Yes. So one, no, because we we we've spent the better part of we spent the better part of the first half of the episode of the first episode establishing that Pikachu wants nothing to do with. Being contained in a Pokeball. Yes. So, what the fuck? It's only episode five. Why are we going back to this? But the, well, we know, cause... the the bigger issue is this is the second time Ash has had issues getting a Pokemon recalled into a Pokeball because he yeah. couldn't he couldn't catch Metapod when the when the Bee Drill took him. And now he can't get Pikachu through Onyx's bind. So what are the rules of returning a Pokemon? Do you literally have to be bang on when you call somebody back? Um, 
<clears throat> I'm guessing it's all it has all to do with aim and Ash just does not have the aim yet. Well, it's shenanigans. Yeah, because he tries to return him and Brock goes, Are you are you uh oh actually before before he starts to return it, Pikachu tries to thundershock Onyx. Um so let, let let's not skip over that. He tries to thundershock Onyx, it has no effect on Onyx because Onyx is a rock Pokemon. And Brock educates Ash on it and goes, Well, rocks uh rock Pokemon cannot get hurt by electric attacks. And that's when he tries to return um, Pikachu because Pikachu's getting hurt. So then Brock goes, well, do you surrender? And Ash then surrenders. Yeah, I mean, he has no no other option. So that's the end of the battle. Yeah. And, and since he surrendered, I mean, even though it was supposed to be a two-on-two battle, but he didn't want to see his Pikachu get knocked out, even though Pikachu technically did get knocked out. Yeah, I mean, if this was UFC, they would have fucking called it. Um, so Ash is walking out with Pikachu in his arms, and Flint pops up and goes, follow me, and... Fucking Ash doesn't even goddamn blink. He just goes with him. Yeah. And he, you know, and you know they're they're in Flint's little hut or whatever. And he's like, well, you know, everybody loses. You know, and you got to be able to shake it off. And you know, Brock's a really good trainer. And but I I I might have a way that can help you. So. Not seeing this episode for a while, my immediate thought was, is, is Pikachu about to go on that juice? Yep. Like, I couldn't remember, any. he basically is, but I was like, is, is fucking Flint going to give Pikachu, like, some special berries or something? But no. But, but no, he he hooks him up to a... Uh, what. It's not a windmill. Um, no, what, it's what are, a it's a, a fucking. It's not a turb. Um, it's it's, a, it's a, a thing. It's, it's a hydro power station. There you go. It's a hydro power station. So and he hooks up um, like load tape and an electrode over on um, Pikachu's cheeks, and basically he's going to supercharge Pikachu's cheeks. But um, but we skipped over a, a, a pretty significant chunk, um, so it's not just me doing it this week. Um, yeah. We got a little bit, a, a little before this, we got some insight on Brock. Brock, and because um, Ash goes, if Brock's such a good trainer, how come he's not out? You know, trying to be like. In the uh, in the regional final, and Flynn's like, well, he has his reasons, and they go to the main house, I'm guessing, or Brock's house, I guess. It's not really explained, and Brock's in there managing a house full of what? Uh, brothers and sisters. I mean, just a ha- it's it's never really established how many kids, but just a it's ten. Ten. Is it yeah, ten? Say. Okay. Yeah. I- I might have missed that part. So okay, so he's got you know ten he kids, has ten brothers, at, and he's he's at the stove, and then he's he's sewing a dress up, and you know, and then Flint's like, well, you know, he lost his mom when he was young, and and his, then his uh, dad left. His dad's a, his his dad's a deadbeat. His dad's a deadbeat. Went off to try to be a Pokemon trainer, and has never been heard from again, and. Um, so Brock's just out here holding down the fort and leading the gym. And then that's when we go to the, the hydro power station. And we have another moment where Ash is like, this is perfect. And then Flint's like, well, of course the, the river is dry right now. And they all kind of go, ah, you know, but then, you know, they, they do it. They jerry rig it where Ash is, is actually doing the work and Pikachu's getting, taking the current in and 
And from there, um, as Pikachu's getting juiced up, the scene kind of fades. And well, well now I, we're 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 well, disrespecting Misty because Misty, Misty again pops up and goes, "Wouldn't I it be you. easier if I train if I helped you train?" And Ash is like, "I'm going." to beat Brock with the Pokemon that I trained. And this is enough. This is where I had a question for you. And I made, I made a mental note. I didn't put pen to paper. Misty says, wouldn't it be easier if you used some of mine? Basically implying that she's willing to give Ash Pokemon. So he can win the gym battle. Is that not cheating? I don't think so. I think it is. How is that cheating? Because he didn't catch those Pokemon. So, A, how are we 100% sure they'd even listen to his commands? All Misty has to do is say, listen to Ash. But that's bullshit. (laughs) That's like... That'd be like me getting a friend to take my math final in high school because I'm not a good math student. But I get credit for it because he put my name on it at the top of the page. I would have, you know, me being me, I probably wouldn't take Misty's Pokemon because if I win with her Pokemon, when I get to the Pokemon League and my Pokemon aren't up to par because I didn't use my Pokemon in every single battle, then what the hell am I doing here? I'm going to get beat before I can even get into the Pokemon League. Bingo. 100%. Because you now, I mean, because what they don't do in um, the games that they showed in the series, which we'll find out in about a year, um, is you have to, you you can enter the Pokemon League, but you have contests and trainers that you have to beat before you actually jump into the actual league itself. Right. So it's a whole process. Right. So, you know, Ash could get there, but he would be exposed real quick once he got there. So, you know, it it would be a short-term fix, but it would just be wrong on so many levels because he'd be cheating himself along with, you know... Hitting his Pokemon. Well, yeah, that and the certification and all that. It would all be fucked. So, all right, but... Back back to this week's story. Ash co- goes back to the Pewter City gym and just has... Th- this boy has no respect for anything. Like, if someone barged into my house the way that Ash pushed these damn doors open again... I'd tell to, him to put his dick away and get out of my fucking house. Yeah, exactly. But he comes back and is like, I'm back and I'm ready to challenge you. I mean, all he was missing there was Eric Bischoff's theme. Just, I'm back. (laughs) And better than ever. (laughs) (laughs) Good good pick, good pick. I'm telling you, man, it it just lines up so well. Um, So, so, but Brock walks back up and there must be specific hours that, uh, (laughs) that Brock is inside of the gym because... Each each time Brock is already inside of the gym just waiting on gym challengers. And where are all the other gym challengers? Um, unless Ash is just in last place and doesn't know what he's doing. But um well, I, and that's kind of the impression I get because if you remember last week, uh the fucking Safari kid said he'd already battled the other three trainers from Palatown long ago. Yep. So Ash is in last place. So. Ash is dragon. Um, but, but Brock enters the gym and he goes, haven't you had enough? And Ash just gets his dick all in a bunch and just wants to challenge him again. So, But this time he throws out Pidgeotto. Yes. And Brock throws out Geodude. Which, and... get, given in the game, that's Brock's other Pokemon. Right, right. And, um... Oh, did we mention... Because we already seen Onyx. Did we mention the... Who's that Pokemon from this episode? Oh, no, we did not. 
So the who's that Pokemon? Um, normally we do it at the beginning, but my I'm sorry, I forgot. Yeah. Um, yeah. The who's that Pokemon of this episode is indeed Onyx, and continuing the tale that that Pokemon is inside of this episode. So if you're watching this episode, you should know who this Pokemon is. Right. So, so yeah, Brock's got Geodude, Ash has Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto uh, throws out Gust, uh, kicks up a bit of a sandstorm, but it's not effective. And we, the smoke, uh, uh, the the dust clears and we see basically Geodude is all fucking over Pidgeotto. <laughs> He's Geodude is just bouncing on the ground and just punching the fuck out of Pidgeotto, attempting to punch on Pidgeotto. Right, and, and then Misty's Rocky, up in the rafters going, "Come on, Ash, come on, I know you could do it." She, she basically is like, "Use your fucking head." <laughs> Um, and then, uh, you know, Brock again has to be a bit of a dick. He's like, yo, don't you know that flying Pokemon are weak against Brock types? But like, obviously he fucking didn't. Cause he, um, he so, didn't yeah. know that he didn't know that he didn't know electric attacks don't, don't work. So Ash just has like no Pokemon besides his Butterfree that we don't actually... see. Yeah. The one Pokemon that can possibly win these gym battles for him because fucking we, we found out Butterfree can use sleep powder, yes. put put the Pokemon to sleep, and then defeat them. Right. Correct. Look, 100%. So why he didn't use this Pokemon, I don't know. But I, I, I can I can hear um, Butterfree right now just trying to get out of the damn Pokeball going, pick me, you stupid. Pick me. <laughs> not Pidgeotto, not Pikachu, me. So... But at this point, um, Brock's brothers and sisters come running over by Misty to watch the battle as well. And we continue and Pidgeotto gets knocked out by Geodude. Yes. So, again, skipping over Butterfree, Ash calls out Pikachu and Pikachu is ready. Pikachu's basically sitting there flexing on motherfuckers. Yeah, and... And I I, I kind of have a problem <laughs> when it Me comes too. to Me too. <laughs> when it comes to the damn TV show and when it comes to actually playing the damn video game. So right, I, it, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into that in just a second because <laughs> I I I, don't, I do not agree with this at all because Pikachu basically swaggers out there and Ash is like you know Thunderbolt Pikachu and he fucking fries that Geodude. Yeah. I mean, he not even just too a uh, crisp, like a brick of fucking charcoal. And if you try that shit in the game, you know what you're gonna get. It was super ineffective. Yeah, it, this move is not effective. And then you'll get fucking Geodude to do a seismic toss on your ass and fucking kill your damn Pikachu. And that'll be it. But yes. he just turned him into a charcoal briquette without even breaking a sweat. <laughs> So, all right. So after frying Geodude, Brock sends out Onyx again, and Onyx comes out flexing on Pikachu again, like I'm back. And um, he tries the Thunder Shock recklessly. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because it just goes everywhere except for Onyx. yeah, it it hit it hits Onyx on the face for a second and it, it hurts him, but then since he's not directing it, it goes up onto the light fixtures, it almost shocks Ash, and Ash kinda has to jump out of the way, but then Onyx grabs Pikachu again and puts him in another bind. And then but then we see there's a a, a spark in the sprinkler system and the the sprinklers let go and um oh, Onyx, wait, let, oh let, I missed something. I missed yeah, something. Yeah. Um Ash tell uh, while in the bind, Ash tells Pikachu to use Thunderbolt, and the Thunderbolt again kind of pissed me off from the video games. Actually hurt Onyx, but not enough to knock him out. No, not enough, but enough to um enough to get Pikachu out of the grip. Yeah. Um, 
and then that's when we see the spark in the sprinklers and um <laughs> pardon me and then freaking misty's like again you know from the rafters which again i don't think is legal in a fucking sanctioned match exactly goes don't you fucking realize that rock pokemon are weak against water and then ash goes oh yeah i did know that <laughs> pikachu liar thundershock <laughs> and, and onyx just goes up just fucking just and you know he's you know he takes the thunder he takes every bit of that thundershock he's out but he's not yeah. out out and then ash is about to drop the leg on him basically and then again, and then all ten siblings are basically like, no, don't hurt on Which, again, fucking disqualification. Jesus Christ. What are we doing yeah, here? Exactly. What, what is this? I mean, Cause they, the match the match was over as soon as the sprinklers turned on him, as far as I'm concerned. But Ash, Ash doesn't think... Uh, well, yeah, as the brothers and sisters are holding him back, Ash goes... <laughs> And this is this has to be one of the lines of the of the show. He's like, my conscience, my conscience is holding me back. I was on the floor. <laughs> and Misty's like, will you open your eyes and take a look at what's happening? On the floor. And, and and Brock's little sisters and bro, uh, brothers and sisters are holding him, going, "Don't you be mean to Onyx." So I, I take it the other three. Um, challengers have beat um have beat Onyx. Oh, and they're, ti- and they're tired of seeing Onyx get hurt. Oh, that's so a good they- catch. So they're they're mad now at Ash because all these trainers are just coming through and just walking through Brock, and now now Onyx is being hurt again. But they're trying to stop it now. And then. Ash and has a it's moment. at this point that the battle is basically over, and since the battle is over from here, Ash is gonna walk out without getting his gym badge, which is a stupid move, by the way, because I would have called bullshit. I would have been like, "No, I beat your Onyx. Give me the damn badge." But no, well, Brock I, I, acts if I would, like no, he has a little called... kind heart and goes, "You know what? You're forgetting this." And he's like, but I I didn't beat beat you all the way, even though you did. How, okay, can you explain that to me? How did he not beat Onyx? Well, because he used an he used fucking uh, an incidental occurrence. He he oh. used the sprinklers to his like I say, the match is over as soon as the sprinklers turn on. As far as I'm concerned, yes. Oh, how how much how much did you lose of me um, for a brief second? I didn't lose any of you, but I think you lost me because I tried to jump in there a couple times and you just kept going. So I was like, "Oh, he can't hear me." <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay, because I was because I was gonna <laughs> say, um, as Ash is being held back by Brock's siblings, he flashes back to the first battle when Brock calls off Onyx in that first bind because he could have popped Pikachu. Yes, but he didn't, and then Ash is like, "Well." He pulled back on Onyx. I'm going to pull back on Pikachu. But the, and then, you know, like you said, so he's like, you know, this one, I didn't beat you here either. So I, he's getting ready to walk out because he didn't because he wouldn't have beaten him if it wasn't for the sprinklers. Because, yeah, Pikachu was pumped up, but he, you know. I don't give, I don't, I don't, I don't give enough. Because if it's not my fault, the damn sprinkler system went off. So the sprinkler system went off. It was to my advantage. I shocked your onyx and I won. That's not my fault. The ref got bumped and didn't see me hitting you with a steel chair. Yeah, exactly. That's bullshit. (laughs) Um, So Ash is walking out. He's dejected. But then Brock's like, you know, I think you forgot something. And, he, and hands him the badge. He gives him a badge, and he's like, you would have beaten me had it not been... So, I mean, we're just completely ignoring the fact that he he used the... Well, and at, No, because Ash is like, I wouldn't have beaten you if it wasn't for the sprinklers, and then he's like, well... Well, you yeah. did beat me. 
she did beat me so and i wouldn't feel right as a as a gym leader so he gets a badge so that's another check mark in the ash gets shit for not doing shit column um and then flint just rocks up and kind of reveals himself and takes off the beard and the hat and reveals himself as Brock's father. Brock's father. And he's like, cause, um, and then once he's like, you know, you should go and live your dreams and become a famous trainer. You know, I had my, he said, I had my shot, you know, you, he basically told him to go live his dream for him. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of still kind of shitty. So this this was before Brock wanted to become a what what's the term that they use in the Pokemon series now? Uh where he wanted to basically care for Pokemon. So th- at this point Brock still wants to become a great Pokemon trainer. And just live out his dream of becoming a master, just like Ash. Right. Um, so, uh, Flint's basically like, you know, you go out and do your thing. I'll I'll take over the, the duties at the house. And Brock's like, well... There's some things that I need to tell you first. So and This you was know, just hilarious. We're getting, he, he runs... <laughs> we're getting ready. We're getting ready. It seems like Brock's about to unload on this guy. He's like, well, and then he's like, Timmy, Timmy only eats cold spaghetti in the morning, and Tommy eats cereal at night, and Susie rips her dress, so you'll need to learn to sew, and Flint's basically like, you know, you need to slow down, I can't write all that down together. (laughs) And then, yeah, and that's basically the end of the episode until we get another shot of Team Rocket. Yes. Brock and Ash are walking quite a bit ahead of Misty, who gets totally forgotten here at the end of this episode, because the even the announcer goes, as Brock and Ash continue their journey with Misty far behind, it's like, bitch, he wouldn't be far behind, or she wouldn't be far behind if they'd have slowed down. Um, yeah, but Brock, Brock is funny, though. He's like, because Ash goes, it's good to have someone to be able to talk to because Brock is yeah Brock is like um you don't mind me walk um coming with you do you and Ash's like no um it's good to actually let me I have this playing in the background in my ear so uh he's like no it's good to finally have some company and someone to talk to and Brock is like but what about a girl and then she goes hey don't forget about my bike so, you know, she's still hung up on the bike. Um but they're still like a good like ten paces ahead of her. Um and then um Team Rocket pops their head out of the hole just in time to get stomped. And they're like, you know, we've hit rock bottom, and then I think they fall completely out. Um and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, that's it. Um so yeah, um I think we kind of discussed this um, briefly before we hit record. Um, Like three big things happened here. Um, You know, we had the introduction of another main character. We had our, our introduction as viewers to the gym battle system. And we had Ash getting a gym badge. But yeah. if you if you take those three things aside, what really happened here? Like, well, I mean, we Brock is now following Ash. I mean, that's kind of what happened. I mean, he got a he got a badge for basically nothing. Being lucky the second yeah. time. Yeah, and I mean. It, and we're going to find out sooner or later, but this is not going to be the only time that he gets lucky in a way. And he'll constantly have it thrown in his face, but I'm not going to jump too far ahead. Yeah, I've already got a couple. 
instances kind of earmarked in my head. Um, but yeah, that was episode five. Um, great episode. It, it was a good episode. Um, big I, milestone. I liked it because it was focused. Like they didn't have to dip out to deal with team rocket. Um, I think it kind of evens out because, you know, like I say, again, you're not looking forward to next week. No. Um, so I'll have to see. Can we skip next week? We cannot skip. Uh, uh, we, we haven't even hit the first 10. We can't be skipping already. <laughs> I know. I, I, I figured as much. No, I'm at this point, I'm intrigued because I remember this episode. This is not one of my favorite episodes. But the fact that you're so negative, so I'm like sitting here going, "There must be nothing that happened." Because, well, and I get, well, I don't want to go into it because that that's next week's episode. But, um, I mean, we can preview it for the people. Yeah, next week's episode <laughs> is Clefairy and the Moonstone, or as it was translated in Japanese, Pippi and the Moonstone, because that's what. Um, Clefairy is called in Japanese, Pippi. So, so when okay, so you're you're a, a decent chunk ahead of me in this rewatch. Yes. So when when was the last time you watched this particular episode? Um, when I was going through on my DVD, and this episode just happened to be in the background because I remember this episode. Oh, so you didn't even watch it? Watch it. I I watched it. It's just it was there. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm intrigued because I'm actually going to sit down probably like I did today, probably like a half hour before we jump on record here, and I'm going to watch it. And you know, you're either going to get one or two things from me. You're going to go, yeah, you were right, or you overlooked some things. Yeah, I'm. Uh, and don't don't worry, people. I'm not going to be negative when I'm reviewing it because who knows I, when it, when I actually when it comes to actually sitting down and watching this so I can review it for all of you. I'm sure there's probably some stuff that I probably didn't realize right away. But oh man, I I really hope there was some stuff that I missed. <laughs> well, that's that's all I have to say. I just I I wasn't a fan of this episode when it originally aired. And any time that this episode got replayed, I just skipped it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just, I'm not a fan of this. But um, on a side note, um, for people that have seen every single episode so far, uh, something I can say, because it, it's going to be years before we actually get down to it, if if we're still doing the podcast at that time. But um, Brock finally has a girlfriend. Oh, good for him. Yeah. He's been and so so horny for so long. Yeah. He finally got a girlfriend and um he's all happy about it and she she considers herself his girlfriend. So yeah, it's good. Oh, it's one of those situations. Yeah. I got you. So uh, well no, well Brock um Brock was head over heels for her, but she was just as head over heels for him as he was for her. So uh-huh. he we we finally got a female version of Brock. Oh, that's dangerous. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah, um anything else that you want to add to add to this while we're on this um episode, Doug? Um, you know what? No, I think I think we hit it. You know, we we have the trios complete. Um uh take a bit of a detour. <clears throat> It seems like in terms of, you know, doing the actual barrel along, let's make Ash be a badass. Because then uh, episode seven, we get back on the on the main track, it seems. But this is next week. Seems like a bit of a detour. Um, like I say, it'll be interesting to sit down and actually watch it. Um, I remember the broad strokes of this episode coming up. So, but yeah, this episode... There was a lot that happened. It was it was twenty minutes of no filler, which I appreciate. Um, I, my lasting image is Ash getting a badge for being persistent. 
Yeah, and just wait until he gets his second bash from Cerulean City. Yeah, that's two episodes. That's yeah. two episodes away. Um, <laughs> and we'll probably be making the, some of the same arguments. Um, so, but yeah, this was this was episode five. Uh, these are getting easier to do. They're more fun every time we get on here. Um, we'll, we'll probably never finish, but damn, if it isn't fun to have something to do that isn't wrestling. I know. So, all right. Well, are you good to go? You're satisfied? I believe so. All right. Oh, and I do have to ask you, where does this episode lie within your favorites that we have done so far? Let's say we've done five. Um, I thought the the episode three, I think, might have been my favorite. Samurai was right under that. This is probably under the Samurai. So, like, top three out of five. Okay. Okay. Because, I mean, the first one was the first one, and then the second one was kind of meh. So, yeah, probably top three of the five that we've done. Okay, sounds good. So, all right, so we can go ahead and end this episode. And, all right, so next week is Clefairy and the Moonstone. (laughs) So, um, hopefully I missed something, because I I feel like I can just tell this whole... I, I feel like I can review the entire episode in like if you gave me 90 seconds I can just review that entire episode so I really hope I miss something but alright well say say goodbye Doug <laughs> goodbye Doug and this is Wrestling Chris G and I'm getting ready to sign up by telling you you do not want to miss next week because We all know how I feel right now, but we'll see if I feel that way next week. Have a good night, everybody.